Thank you for joining us today on another installment of Prosen Sullivan's exciting podcast series highlighting key disruptive technologies, growth opportunities, economic trends, new business models, industry convergence, emerging geographies and much much more. We will now be listening to Renita Das, partner and senior vice president of the Transformational Health Division at Frosten Sullivan, outline the next steps in the transformational journey of the healthcare sector and their potential influence on the society at the 2019 Dubai Health Forum. So I'm going to talk a little bit about where the technologies are going in the future. So one of the things we do in Frosten Sullivan is we do an exercise every year where we look at the top 50 technologies in the world and we do that in every sector of business that we cover and this is what came out of that and we provide a maturation and timeline technology based on where different technologies are and when they're going to come to fruition so i'm not going to go into a lot of depth because i only have 5 minutes to finish this but this figure will give you an idea of where the technologies are today in terms of actually being in the market and where in the future the investments are going to be in terms of growth opportunities i also want to spend a few minutes talking about the internet of medical things and how that is going to extend from the hospital to the to the home and really the purpose of iomt is really to be able to track to predict to stratify and classify a lot of data that is coming from on the body from the home the hospital the community and the clinic and being able to take all of that data and these are some examples of data sources today that we are getting that are coming to put it together to create a story and moving on i want to just talk quickly about precision medicine as a final parting note because i think there's been so much of talk on precision medicine in my view precision medicine is very simple it's delivering the right product to the right person at the right time to the right channel and what we did is we did an exercise to find out today how precision medicine is being practiced and what the future of precision medicine looks like so even though this diagram looks a little complicated i'm just going to explain it quickly to you so if you look there are four quadrants in this diagram 1 2 3 4 and what it really shows is the percentage of data sources that are being used or going to be used in the future to make a diagnosis for a particular patient. So in the future 15% of data sources is actually going to come from just the visit that a patient makes to see a doctor. So from the medical record, from the, you know, qualitative discussion that the patient has with the doctor, from looking at imaging, which is almost 90% today of what healthcare is practiced in terms of making a diagnosis. that's going to come down to 15%. 20% if you look at quadrant 3 is going to come from wearable technology which is where a lot of work is going on. But the other two areas which is almost 65% is what work has not even been started in terms of actually providing data. It's going 30% is going to come from all the omics and the genomics data and another 35% is going to come from social and economic data. But if you look at quadrant 4 in this space very few healthcare companies are operating because this is usually data where you live what you buy what you eat what your education level is how much you drive what air quality you live in 
And that data is actually being collected by companies like Facebook, Google, Amazon, etc. So they are going to play a much more bigger role in healthcare in the future because they're already collecting this data and using this data now to make predictions on people's health. And this is where the model of healthcare is going to change. So I want to spend a few minutes talking about where the jobs in healthcare will be. One of the things we do is to be able to predict future of jobs are going to look like in any market. So obviously, as you can see, in terms of the technology and technicians and information communication, there's a lot of jobs that are going to be focused. For example, the healthcare data scientist, the deep learning expert, the quantification designer. So some very, very interesting jobs we've come through. Then there are jobs that we've looked at in terms of medical specialities. Uh, for example, a nanomedical engineer, an augmented and virtual reality surgery planner. So very, very interesting positions that we're looking at. And I work very closely with Stanford Medicine, which is very close to where I live. And we actually did this exercise with Stanford Medicine because they wanted to be able to provide the tools and training for their medical students in terms of where the future of these jobs are going to be. And we spent time building this for them, and they haven't even started building curriculums of this except for data science. But in the future, this is what where the future is of medical schools and where the different jobs could be. Uh, one of the jobs I found very, very interesting is end-of-life therapist. I think that's such an important job, and right now there isn't anyone who really focuses on doing this. And then lastly, we look at jobs in terms of health advisors, and looking at watching out for jobs in terms of biologic and genetic terrorists and health data hackers, which is a big area as well. So this gives you a little bit about where the future of healthcare is going and where the growth opportunities are for companies to participate in this new ecosystem. So I want to leave by talking about what does the H in healthcare stand for? So in the last decade, the H in healthcare stood for a lot of hope. And during this time, costs were down, were low, technology was very low. I'm talking of the 1980s and 1990s before 2000. And access was low. And this current decade, the decade of 2000 to 2020, we're re really looking at a decade of healthcare hype. There's a lot of technology, the costs are very, very high, and access is still very, very low. And really in the future, we're looking at what we call the H standing for humanism, where the cost will come down, the technology will be very high, but access will also be very high. And humanism is based on compassionate care. It's based on doctors, what they went to medical school to do is just to provide that care and not be buried under administrative waste. So really the next decade of healthcare, the H is going to stand for humanism. We hope you found this podcast insightful. Check out the space for more exciting updates on the future of health from Frost & Sullivan. To know more about our growth partnership services, email us at digital at Thanks again for tuning in.